Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 88 of Better Regulate Than Never. Our seniors graduated this last weekend. Remember the activity we started in August in episode number 48, Back to School? We imagined ourselves in May or June of 2022, and we had just had the most successful and amazing school year yet. We imagined how we would be feeling and what we would be saying to ourselves. I told you to channel that feeling and those thoughts all year. If you've been doing that, your result for this year should be amazing. If you have graduated or if you are getting ready to, I hope this year has been the best year yet. You get to create these next steps however you want. Please take advantage of it. Today, we are talking about finding the title of your story. If your life was a book, what would its title be? This question is meant to get you thinking about how you want to create your life, but maybe also what is the title of your life so far, and maybe how do you want to change it? I first came across this question when I was in high school or shortly after I had graduated. At that time, I came up with the title, I am not that kind of girl. I know I have talked about my high school self on this podcast before, but I loved attention and I wanted attention from boys in the worst way. I was so willing to do anything, whatever it took to get that attention. And I know it sounds stupid now, but I really didn't understand how it was giving the wrong message about who I really was. I was sexually assaulted multiple times, and I, and I know I'm not to blame for the actual assaults, but I know that my desperate chasing of men mixed with alcohol and carelessness put me in dangerous situations. I loved poetry in high school, and I loved reading it and writing it. I found this poem by Daniel Steele when I was a senior, and this poem is called On the Riverbank. And I'm going to read it for you. Two men once found me naked on the riverbank at different times. And then a third came by. All brothers, all the same, seeking only naked maidens near a body of cool water. To quench their many thirsts. Two men left me on that riverbank. The third left me for dead. And if a fourth should happen by, he'll not find me on the riverbank listening for his tread. He'll find me armed and shielded, hidden near a strong stone wall, if a fourth would even happen to find me there at all. Many young people have seen the Netflix series 13 Reasons Why. I am not endorsing the show or asking you to watch it if you haven't. And I've only watched the first season and it was very hard for me to watch. I will tell you enough about it to see why I bring it up. The reason I even watched it was because it was about suicide and many school counselors and parents were worried about how this show would affect young people. And I wanted to watch it for myself so I could help young people navigate the aftermath of seeing it. I didn't know anything about it other than it was about a girl who dies by suicide. The themes of the show were like watching my high school life unfold in front of me. 
Now, the girl was new in her high school, and that was very different from my life. I had been with the same school district and in the same school with the same people since kindergarten. And all of my classmates knew me, and I knew everyone else in the school because it was a small school. This girl, her name was Hannah in the show. Hannah wanted to fit in and have a romantic partner, as all of us do in high school. She was naive about how to go about that, and some of the things that she did were misinterpreted by others that she was open to having sex with whomever whoever came along. Even though that was not what she wanted, others already heard the rumors and everyone was talking about her, and boys were trying to have sex with her because she seemed an easy target. Hannah was bullied by others because of the rumors and was treated as nothing because they thought she wanted and deserved the treatment that was happening to her. Hannah ultimately dies by suicide because she doesn't feel that anyone likes her or cares about her and the bullying was relentless. I remember wishing to disappear when people bullied me, but I don't think I was ever truly suicidal. I was just very sad and depressed that others were so mean and I didn't know how to feel different or how to make it go away. I had a wonderful friend group and they loved me and, and always were there for me during every time, every, everything that happened. And unfortunately they were experiencing sex, sexual assaults of their own. We mostly suffered in silence and just clung to each other during high school. Later, when I was asked the question about what I would title my life story, I thought I am not that kind of girl was a good one. So many people assumed who I was or believed the rumors about who I was, and they never tried to find out who I really was. I just wanted to fit in and have a boyfriend and enjoy my time in high school. I did have fun, and even though these assaults were traumatic and illegal, I never pursued legal action, and truthfully, if I had, I don't think anything would have happened to those people. It was a time in history when the victim was blamed and everything needed to stay in the dark. That past haunted me for a long time, but I really don't think about it much anymore. It certainly doesn't define me, and I feel like everything that has happened to me has helped me be a better counselor, parent, and friend. If you are experiencing abuse of any kind, I want you to talk to adults about it. We know so much more about how to help you than we did in in the 80s. We still have a long way to go, but I think it is better. Talk to someone in therapy about what's happened to you. I didn't do this as much as I need to, needed to. We all need to work out traumas in our life, even small traumas. It is so helpful to get a different perspective on things. I wondered what the title of my story would be now. I took a quiz online and it gave me the suggestion, always look on the bright side. That is a good one for a Pollyanna like myself. We had the senior award ceremony recently at my school and students got awards for things like most likely to get a Nobel Peace Prize or most likely to be on the bachelor or bachelorette or most likely to cure cancer. I noticed Andy Cohen's autobiography is called most talkative. I thought that was a cute title. I don't know if he was actually named that in high school or not. I was voted most outgoing, 
best dressed, best hair, best body, which would not even be happening now. I'm our students would have never had that as a choice. And revolutionist. One of the senior awards this year at our senior awards at my school was Glow Up. It was so funny because I was standing in the back of the auditorium with other staff and all of us were huddled up asking each other, what is Glow Up? What is that? (laughs) But we Googled it and found out that it was a positive personal transformation. I suppose like ugly duckling turned into a beautiful swan or like a nerd turning into a homecoming queen. They have movies about that. I like that kind of title for me now. Look at my positive personal transformation. I am the hero of my story. I came out on top despite all the troubles. Hmm. I'm not sure what my title will be because I am not done transforming yet. And you are not either. You will continually create your story as long as you live. What are you creating? Do you need help creating it? Check out my website to see how to get in touch with me. We can make plans for what you are creating. I can be your cheerleader when you need it. I promise I can help you reach your goals if you need some help. I can't wait for us to get started. Talk to you soon.